two, three, four. In this podcast, you will be here. Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader. Includes, but is not led to who? Talk of Star Wars, not Reagan's. We can't truly prepare for the jump that follows this song. But hey, we gave it a try. So here's the Knights of they are divided For equal, sequel, hate, and love they fight I know that we are just musicians hired And their time is up So here's the Knights of Vader Impressive Most impressive Thank you and Superiority Complex for providing the theme song. Yes, it is December 6th, a day which will not live in infamy because that's tomorrow. Um, but uh, you got me, Zinger, and I'm joined by the 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 Russ with the most. Russ. hey Hello. Thank you. Um, and uh, have you pre-ordered your Black Series uh dad bod boba fett yet chris bordius hey happy to be here to discuss the question that's plaguing the nation are boba fett's knee rockets whistling birds it's a good question that is a good question so we're discussing um chapter is it 13 i i do not have the proper 14, thing chapter Four- 14 chapter 14 episode 6 of season 2 of mandalorian the tragedy so tragedy. the tragedy and when you, as soon as you saw that in the beginning right you kind of knew what you were in for i was like oh no I, I you don't like seeing those kind of titles well i had this spoiled for me so just gonna throw that out there i had this completely spoiled for me i knew boba fett was gonna be in it and everything so i was kind of like oh well that's great because i wasn't able to watch it early in the morning so i had to sit there and um yeah had it kind of just spoiled so like the Boba but, Fett uh, thing wasn't a surprise. Hmm? Were you guys surprised though that they immediately went to the mission that they were given immediately at the end of last episode? That was, I got to say, I was happy not to go, have to have much of a side quest there. Well, that's been this entire season has been. Let me add to your side quest. Yeah, I'm glad they addressed that by being like, no, he's actually going to get there, and he doesn't have to stop. He doesn't have to fix his ship. Well, I yeah, guess you don't have like... to worry about that anymore at all. So. Exactly. They're on that mountaintop that Ahsoka mentioned within like the first three minutes. It's pretty good. He he gets there, he gets it done, and um, I did get Zach's thoughts. So Zach is currently stuck in the Unknown Regions, but we did get his thoughts for this episode. So, um, Chris, if you would not mind, I, I've, I've sent you the link. Did, did, did you get the link to his thoughts on this episode? All right, let's, let's see what's going on here. All right. All right. Transmissions from beyond. I love yes, these. Yes, you know, the some dead of these, speak. Yeah, some of these could be fake too. It could, it, it could be uh, send no send no reply. Yes. Is that is that really all he sent? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's really all he sent me. Would you like to describe what was sent to me? Uh. uh all right. Well, I mean, uh, basically, Zach uh, sent a. I'm guessing this was an animated GIF, but the yes, it is. Yes, it is. But I, I, I got it perfectly framed. Uh, right. So it's uh, it's from Anchorman, and it's a picture of uh, Will Ferrell and Christina Applegate, and 
uh, Will Ferrell, Ferrell playing Ron Burgundy appears to have a rather large erection. Yep. So I think that really summarizes Zach's thoughts on the episode. Yep. So very arousing um, episode. A very arousing episode. So I take it he's into dad bod Boba Fett. And I am too because I can finally cosplay as a character and not have to lose weight. So. I think I've seen so many cosplayers that already look like that that I really wasn't <laughs> like it didn't really shock me. I've seen so many bobas like that are in that shape that I've always accepted them. We had a thick boy last year with Favreau, so he already kind of set the standard that Mandalorian to be thick. True. It, True. It, it did. It did look a little unrefined to me. You know, like I mean, I guess we are supposed to think that this is the first time Boba has got his armor back since he fell in the pit in return of the Jedi. Like, however it got separated from him, which it's hard to picture how that could have happened where he stayed alive yet. Somehow the armor, like maybe the Sarlacc realized it couldn't eat that. So it like shot it out or something. I don't know. The rumor <laughs> but, I heard, or the, 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 I guess the fan theory is that the jaw was found him first and just stripped him. And then the sand people found him basically like right after the jaw was made off with the armor. That sounds right. So, so yeah, but so, still, yeah, but I mean, so doesn't explain just, why know, he didn't didn't go after handsome Mick Mick Marshall pants and get it from him. I, I guess he was yeah. like he's too beautiful. I can't go after him. But but you know the costume like I, and I'm not talking about like okay. Let's leave aside the fact that it totally didn't have to be Tamira Morrison in the suit for those scenes. But like good for him. I'm glad it was him. I, I'm guessing we can all believe that it was him. But, like, I feel like they could have it just was fat, spent... bro. He always wanted to play <laughs> Boba Fett. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I feel like they could have spent a little more time on, the on like, getting it to look right. Like, it seemed like the plates were sort of not really adhered to the undersuit. And there's this weird belt that seemed really low. I, I thought they could have well, given it a little more effort. He I mean, also just know... ran into the ship and grabbed it. So, I mean, I guess... Right, but we're ta- you're, we're, yeah, but, I mean, like, I feel like I have this vision in my head of, like, the costume department person s- sitting in video village with terror, not wanting to interrupt Robert Rodriguez. So they just let it slide. <laughs> like, I don't know, man, it felt like it could have used another hour or so, but, th- but for the most part, it was pretty cool. So did anyone else sit there and go, man, I want to see more from Robert Rodriguez in star Wars now. I, I liked it. Uh, it was a you know, it was like, Action, action, action! But it was it was pretty good. I, I wouldn't say there was a like, huge flubs or anything in this episode. There, there, there was no people standing off to the side. Like you can only see part of them. <laughs> there, there could have been. We gotta analyze the tape. I think the equivalent would just be the general fit of Boba Fett's armor. Yeah, I mean that's. Yeah. I mean, I, I make fun of it, but at the same time, it 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 works. It works too. It's yeah. It was all right. Uh, you know, it's fine. Uh, and you you can't get around the fact that like that the actor is 20 plus years older than the character is supposed to be. That's a, that's a factor, but, uh, it, he, he looks pretty good considering. I mean, he can work well, that gaffy Sarlacc. stick. Yeah. yeah. That's where you really felt the director, that sequence, which I, there's gotta be like the most, the most violence, the most like explicit violence that's ever been in any star Wars thing. Pretty much at least live action. Uh, yeah, I, that stab was pretty intense too. I, he it, just stabbed down on it. It gives the armor a run for her money last season with her, like, it, what, what is it with beating the living crap out of stormtroopers? That just it all brings us with all one. joy. 
Yeah, like Cheer at Imway just smashing the helmets where you yeah. saw the like cracking plastic and visors. Like they've once they got a taste of that, they haven't been able to stop themselves. They just have to keep up in the ante each time they do that. Um so I, I did like that we got to see some other like stormtroopers kind of floating around here. Um, we got a nice Temple of, uh, not a Temple of Doom, a nice uh, Indiana Jones reference for um, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, the ball. Yeah, of course. The yeah, ball, the yeah ball. The, the, I, I like that clone guy. It, it almost looked like a clone, the Mortar Troopers. We've never seen Yeah, that, that's what I was that's talking like a about. video game thing. It's cool. It's pretty cool. I've never even seen those guys in video games. I don't know. Uh, they have them in the Star Wars Galaxy games, but they're not Stormtroopers. They are... Um, uh, Okay, you you know the character where that's the where it has like the helmet, the black helmet, where it's got like an underbite sticking out. Oh right, right, like the guys on the uh, Death Star. Yeah, it's 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 them that that are the grenade people, if I remember correctly. Sorry, I'm not currently playing it because I have to use the laptop oh, to do the recording. Right, you're talking about Galactic Battlegrounds, where yes. the, the the mortar grenade troopers are Death Star gunners, pretty yes. much. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I, I guess that's no longer canon now. I guess we can take that out of the equation. Crud. Um. No, but no, we got to see well, one of the like on the Death Stars. We 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 got to see one of the commanders with the pauldrum. Pauldrum. Am I saying that correctly? I feel like I'm not, but. Yeah, yeah, the like the sand trooper leader almost. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and he got he called someone an idiot. I think that's I don't know if we've heard idiot in Star Wars before, but he called another stormtrooper an idiot. Would would you have been happier if he had said Dank Farrick? Like, no, an idiot is fine, perfectly fine for that. I mean, we we did get a Dank Farrick in this episode, so I'm I'm overjoyed with that at least. Also, wasn't it Fett too that said it this time? No, it, it was. Um, I mean, he might have. I know. Um. Mando said it at the beginning of the episode when he I was. I feel like Fett. I feel like I feel like Fett said it when he was like driving, when he was flying up and saw the uh, star destroyer. But maybe I'm no. He, he, have... he said this isn't a spice dream. I think. Oh, which that's a can of worms as well. Like... Yeah, I think that's what he said. I don't know. The the scene's coming yeah, up. No, Let me turn on subtitles real quick so he I can confirm. With some... He might be dealing with some addiction issues from his time after being in the Sarlacc. It's kind of why he's out of shape. Yeah, he was yeah, hitting the spice that. a little hard, healing up. Um, I mean they they have mentioned spice before, but of course it's not. I, I mean it's a Dune reference, but it's not like Dune reference. I don't I don't know. Star Wars is confusing and weird. Um, no, I mean I I I like the whole part at the beginning. I I I did not appreciate the fact that it tugged at my heartstrings even more to have them have of course the more intimate moment. And of course he's sitting there like you know I'm you know I'm. I'm I'm, I'm I'm taking you back to your people. You know you're you're going to be leaving me, and and it's like it's like oh come on. It, it's one of those things where it's like okay enough. You you guys are making this episode hard enough as it is. Yeah, so. hearing him like almost giggle like I'm, you wouldn't. I don't think Mando's had to giggle at anything ever. So that yeah, it was definitely pulling on the heartstrings after the beginning. Which seeing that immediately after says the tragedy. I'm like oh no. all right. Um. Also the um. So. I, if I remember correctly, I think last last year we made the comment of like the underuse of uh, McNaw Wynn's character and her, you know, in this show and everything that she was just a character that came on to basically die and you barely saw her. Uh, I think this episode made up for that pretty quickly. Yeah, and, definitely uh, unexpected almost. I, I it, but it makes sense seeing what we saw in season one. Yeah. Also. 
Also, I want to point this out because I've been pointing this out and I want to see if I get the same response from you guys. Do you, do you guys think it's weird that the same, like, around the same time that the Mulan movie is available on Disney+, Plus, she's back on Mando? Coincidence? Wait, was she in Mulan? Was she Mulan? I, yeah, I she was Mulan. Oh. Eh, it could be a Disney thing. Like, can you, did you really have to just kill her off in one thing? You, you can make her like a robot tummy, right? Like a I, robo mid-rep? Okay, okay, so so what is that? Is it just like robotic parts inside of her or over her? I I, I don't like it. I don't like it at weird. all. And, and those are definitely weird. whistling birds, by the way. Yeah, yeah, so we, so, but, you know, like, I don't know if it's a, a contrary in opinion, but, like, like, I, like, I don't like that Ming-Na Wen is back for a couple reasons. Like, Basically, the reason she's back is because people like her as an actress. Mm -hmm. That's the reason she's back. It's like she got shot point blank. It was like I didn't. The fact that we saw Fett walking up to her body in Chapter Five doesn't necessarily mean she has to be alive. It means that somebody's following the Mandalorian. It and and you know it's just like not only is she back. But she's almost. It almost seems like her personality has done like a real strong 180, and now she's like good and nice and like wants to help, even though like Mando's like goon shot her like the last time she saw her. So like, there's just like I don't know. There's they didn't give her enough time to interact with them to like sort of justify that transition to me. I guess she's just doing whatever Boba Fett wants to do because he saved her. I I'm going with that. I'm going with yeah. she owes him a life debt. Exactly. They should. Yeah, they should have said that because they. Uh, but I, I guess it's implicit. They talk about like, um, and I think Fett says something about. Um, he makes some equivalent statement about something saving him, doesn't he? I should have like yeah. got that quote, but I forget what he's talking about there. But um, but it, you, and like this, it's sort of a similar thing with him. Like when he sort of agrees to help the Mandalorian chase down the Imperials to get the child back it's like you know you guys never really finalized that agreement so you're really putting yourself out there volunteering for this mission considering you just stole your armor back and he never actually agreed to give it to you but it's the code yeah i, yeah, I agree I with that i think the fennec and uh and mandalorian thing comes down to i think when he jumped out and helped her i mean she was kind of dead to rights to all those guys and he he shoots his whistle and birds and helps her at that little standoff there. And that was really cool. So I think, you know, combat bonding. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, that's cool. It's good. Uh, it kind of also reminded me a little bit of, like, in the Clone Wars, how Boba Fett just has, like, a bunch of lowlifes always living on the Slave One and, like, mooching off him. It kind of reminded me of that. Right? Like, there was a Aura Singh and Bosk. They were just, like, they would always be, like, loafing around in the Slave One. And Aura Singh would be, like, manipulating Fett to do stuff. Kind of reminded me of that a little bit. So, it's a shame so, we never really got a, a lot of proper Aura Singh stuff just in anything. And then she wouldn't fit in this timeline, too. She would be dead by now, right? Sure. I guess so, yeah, because... because <laughs> she the, was died in Solo, right? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's a real shame, that. Woody Harrelson pushed her off a cliff, if I remember right. Yeah, that is correct. Allegedly, Allegedly. but yep. you, you know what? Until you see the body completely dead in this, in this, like, like have oh. a coroner run out. It has to be like flamethrowered because you know if you ask, if you ask someone like Pablo Hidalgo or Dave Filoni, they'll say it's not canon that she's dead. It's canon that Woody Harrelson, spaceman, said that he killed her. 
Which could she be come back with spider legs. It could yeah. happen. Yeah, you know, he could be lying. He could no be one's mistaken. ever truly gone. All we know is he said he killed her. But, uh, but you know, but it's it just reminded me of, like, ab- about, like, the the Slave 1 being a halfway house for, like, third-rate bounty hunters. That's all. Yeah, these guys look real respectable compared to all that. Yeah, I guess Mandalorian can count himself among that. The Boba, group of transients okay. who live on the sleep. No. After he sees the Imperial ship, Boba Fett's line is, this isn't a spice dream. So yes, that is correct. I can see the Imperial cruiser with my own eyes. It seems weirdly shocked. I mean, I, I guess they are shocked that Mandalorian shouldn't be that shocked. Didn't he just steal something? You know, he should be like, yeah, they've got ships. We know. We, I like stole one last week, right before I got here. Also, well, I, I love how, like, the Slave 1 can, like, fly that close to it and they don't even realize it and or care. Yeah, he was like, that was literally fly casual right there. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just going right back down. Don't blow us up, too. Well, they had a tracker on the other ship. So, like, m- maybe they're not just indiscriminately firing at everything in the vicinity. Good for them. You know, they don't, they're running unlimited resources. They can't really engage everyone they run into. But the other thing that sort of struck me as weird about that was, like, I don't know if we think Fett's been off Tatooine since Return of the Jedi, but like he really, he keys shouldn't in the have armor. even. Like he's so shocked that they're back, yet he shouldn't have even. Like somebody had to explain to him that they, the Empire fell in the first place because that happened after he fell in Sarlacc. Right? That would be true. So, right? Yeah. So like, <laughs> who knows how much of that he even? He, I guess he 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 was watching the news. Uh, at I was that, gonna say. Uh, he probably has a news app in his helmet yeah. somewhere. And he's, what else are you going to do if you're sitting in the Sarlacc? He's yeah, like, exactly. oh, I can't believe oh, the whole galaxy's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was pretty great seeing him uh, flying the Slave 1 around. I, I'm, I'm fully on board with that. I, like, there's a lot of hype about the Razor Crest ever since that HasLab thing. But, like, I'm firmly... If it's if it's a choice, I'm firmly on Team Slave One, and I would have said that before the Razor Crest was horribly obliterated. I stand by that. So, two random things I want to point out: I am currently opening the um, the Advent Calendar, the Lego Advent Calendar, the Star Wars one. Ooh, Ellie got right. me it um, for, of course, December and everything. And ironically, the one I opened recently, I think it was on Friday, was the. <sighs> Razor Crest mini build. Oh, cool! So I'm like, I wonder if this was timed appropriately. So, yeah, but it's the Haslab oh. thing that cracks me up, though, Chris. That uh, that people are trying to give people hell about pre-ordering their Razor Crest. Like, oh, it blew up. It's like, it's already. We've seen way more of this than the Slave One ever. And I think I own multiple Slave Ones. How long was that uh, thing ever really? Also, on the side note, too. I know one of my gifts that got me was the Lego Slave 1. So I got like the 20th anniversary Lego Slave 1 that comes with um, like Incarbonite, everything. I mean, Han and everything. So I'm excited because I will get that for Christmas and be able to build that. And I'll have the Falcon. And I'll technically have the um, Rise of Skywalker Falcon, but I'll have a Han Solo to put in it with Chewie. So. Well, the, the Rise of Skywalker Falcon is like pretty much indistinguishable from a. It's like just what minifig, yeah. It's it's Falcon. it's whatever yeah. the minifigs that come with it, but right now I have a yeah no that's a good. minifig. Uh, also, uh, yeah, the... I, I have I, I have at least three different uh, Kenner or Hasbro slave ones, and and no 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 uh, pre-ordered Haslab Razor Crest for me either. 
Uh, also, the advent calendar is basically based off of the um, the holiday special, like blatantly the Lego holiday. Special. Yeah, it's it's once you watch that and then you go to open that, it's blatantly obvious everything oh, from man. there is based on it. So if, I do have a um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name. Um, if that has if that has minifigs of Chewbacca's family, like that no. that thing is gonna get scalped like crazy. It does have a minifig of Vader in a sweater though, which is why I was like, I need this. And it also has many it also has a minifig of Poe in a sweater too with the BB-8 sweater. I don't. How do they still not yet understand how to properly manipulate consumers slash collectors? What, what like go after che- the the very small sliver of audience that is dying for the Chewbacca family minifigs? If that had if that had all four members of Chewbacca's family, like I promise you, it'd be really hard to find. Well, I haven't opened every day yet, day. so I mean, there's still hope. Oh, that cat would and be they- out of the bag. They're doing all these, you know, Christmas like colored and nutcracker looking stormtroopers and everything. They could do a little simple <laughs> four pack of Chewbacca's family really and guys, easily. And did you guys really thoroughly appreciate on? I don't know if you've all seen the Lego holiday special by now, but I, I, you have, I've seen it twice. I've seen it, sure. Yeah. Well, it's absolutely like the raw sound effects of Chewbacca's family being used for all of them in the lego holiday <laughs> special great. like it's it's proper lumpy itchy and mala sound effects like they've dusted them off and re-scanned them and that's the real deal in the ho- lego holiday special oh controversial opinion gonna throw it out there um i think ray's a more likable character in the lego movies than she's in the live action ones i'll give it to you but also say ray is likable character <laughs> period <laughs> so no matter where you put her i will enjoy her so, so yeah, are you was, staring uh, at, the, at the at the mary sue zeum when when you're saying so, this to me i've got about half of it up because i have moved and a lot of it was in storage i've got uh, a good half of it up that i'm looking at right now yeah what's right. like what's the best what's the best ray item <sighs> that, that you have that I have, man, I don't know. I, I'm so just a sucker for those, just the the simple figures and stuff. But I, I just have such weird random stuff like a, a Briar's ice cream container and cereal boxes and Ziploc bags and all the pops and stuff. There's not a lot of super rare kind of stuff, you know? Right. Well, I th- my favorite thing with the Ray figures is like if you – there's like side-by-sides of – like the first black series that came out of her in like 2015 and like the newest one. And like, it's like one looks like a five-year-old like drew it on a napkin. And then the other one looks like a picture of Daisy Ridley. And it's like, you guys, so you, let me get this straight. You guys have been making star Wars figures for like 27 years. And like in the last five, you figured it out. That's crazy. Yeah. They finally got like the face. Yeah. I remember it It is a dramatic jump. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm 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 enthralled by this conversation, but also I've got the scene where they're standing there looking at each other, longing. Oh, also, I guess I gotta admit defeat now on the is Boba Fett a um, Amanda? Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, he that is. Was, that was Exposition City right there. I I, I feel I felt personally thing. I felt personally attacked by that scene. I felt personally, well, you know. Attack. If you ask Mace Windu, he Mace Windu firmly thought the foundling stuff was nonsense, and he didn't think that uh, Django was Mandalorian. So it depends who you ask. Well, uh, it's this whole confusing thing of what's a Mandalorian? Are you have to be born on Mandalore? Can you be inducted into it? Is it still a person out there? Is it? I, I like, like I said, but I felt personally attacked by that. And you know what? I've come around to Boba Fett with just this one 
with, with just this one episode because we saw more action from Boba Fett in this one quick little scenes and stuff than we've ever seen from him. So I am on board now. I, I, I have made sure to clarify with Ellie that I would like a not only the prototype helmet, but the regular Boba Fett helmet as well if she can find it. Good choice. So I, I know. So I will have both of them and a Mando helmet when that is available. Like, like, like I said, I'm, 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 I'm back on Team Fett, but from this interpretation, not like he's still when he's around saying, um, you know, that, that wasn't, oh wait, that, that was Lando that said not part of the bar. He, he's, he's no good to me dead. I'm still just kind of like rolling my eyes. I wonder if, I wonder if Mando would have been keen to give him back the armor. If, if instead of saying that it was his father's, he said it was my, it was, uh, this guy's, but I'm a clone of him. So it's okay. I, you know, if, if, the, that, what if that would have thrown him off a little bit, the father thing still works. Cause I mean, does, yeah. does, does Boba actually know that he was a exact clone? I think he has to. Oh, yeah, does he just think it was his dad? I, with, with all those clones around, I think he would kind of. Yeah, he probably it figured out. it out. I yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's an interesting question. Also, another interesting question I want to bring up now, just in the middle of the episode, is I'm sure there is something Zach is dying to have us talk about that we are completely ignoring. So, anyone want to take a guess at what that is? Uh, I mean, what besides his little conversation about himself? What the the Boba Fett conversation yeah, about himself? Oh, you I want to talk he... about Dark Troopers? I I mean, the well, the Dark Troopers did nothing. Lot. They they and, did and also nothing. Zach, Zach, like I don't think Zach really like I don't think he ever really sunk his teeth into Dark Forces and Jedi Knight and all that. But in the mid '90s, so I don't think he. It's kind of like Knights of the Old Republic. Like he knows that it's good, but he, for some reason, still refuses to play it. So he understands that it's good, but, but so like I don't think he's really. The, and the Dark Troopers got nothing on Knights of the Old Republic. So like, go ahead and play Knights of the Old Republic if you haven't. But, but I think what he would really want us to talk about is just how strongly this episode really reinforces the fact that that Episode Two is super awesome and definitely all canon and definitely all counts in the mandalorian explain explain well you know it's just boba fett's just like basically here's all the stuff that happened in episode two (laughs) it's pretty much like what that exchange between him and the mandalorian is he talks about how that was his father's armor and he's dead and blah 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 he has it now okay i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i i think this this season might end up with uh having to go to kamino and get uh little groku out of there and boba fett knows his way around kamino and that you're talking episode two we're gonna write be right in it there (sighs) yeah he can he can say uh he can tell someone that ton we is here it'll be great (laughs) Mando, Tonwee's here. He, I, he, he can say, "Yep." Um, oh, he, well, yeah. If that's like his password to get in his old room, he goes up and goes, "Yep." <sighs> See, you guys are talking about stuff that does not anger me about Episode Two. <laughs> like the the Boba Fett Django stuff is just kind of there for me with that. There, there's other stuff that angers me more. So I I was waiting for you to be like, "Oh, this this totally solves the loophole of who." Um, Darth Tyran, you know Darth Tyrannus and uh, Sifo DS. It, it totally closes that loophole and everything. Well, you, and I would be like, know how, cool. where, when? Well, th- that there, there's a very underappreciated uh, uh, detail of like, so, so like you, if you think now these days, uh, like the the story group and the writers are a little bit too caught up in just referencing things for the sake of referencing them to like sort of make the canon more robust. 
Lucas was doing it like way before that. I mean, that scene, that scene in uh, Django's apartment with Obi Wan, where he mentions being recruited by a uh, Darth Tyrannus on one of the moons of Bogden. Bogden, yeah. Yeah. So Bogden is a planet from the droids cartoon, where in one of those, and which like first of all, how hilarious is he's putting droids cartoon stuff in episode two, <laughs> but like. And that in the in the it's a it's a really crazy planet. I think on one of the story arcs, somebody kidnaps one of the droids' friends, and he's like holding them hostage in like a derelict spacecraft there. And it's like really like Giger esque, a lot like the original Alien movie. And it's like, what oh, is this Lord. doing in a kids' cartoon? Yeah, but um, so like I wouldn't be surprised if if they did try and shed a little more light on that because that's one of those things where like how exactly Django was recruited to to be the the template for the clones that I don't I feel like I don't I feel like Clone Wars like never really got into that anymore I'm not sure if any of the novels have but I don't remember ever hearing about it you put an ad in Craig's I mean space Craig's list yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> but you know I mean definitely look up the droids uh, clip with Bogdan because it's a it's pretty metal looking planet, even though the episodes leave something to be desired. All right. So I'm, I'm going to point this out. Cause I'm sure that there are a few people sitting there wondering why I've not talked about this yet, including probably my co-host here. I could care less about that cruiser being in atmosphere. Cause it's not a star destroyer. It's, it's, it's like a pansy version of a star destroyer. And I don't even appreciate that. I don't like that. He doesn't have a that Um, that he does not have a star destroyer. Well, it's. I think I think Boba Fett actually was having a spice dream because like he must have been seeing like a full star destroyer. <laughs> that because he was like, the Empire's back, man. We're all screwed. <laughs> well, what did he, what did he think a ton of stormtroopers were randomly doing prior to that? Yeah, and I mean, like you know, then that and that uh, light cruiser is nothing compared to what he's used to seeing from the Empire. Exactly. Like, he was oh, on. He was the, on the X. Yeah. Exeter, right. Yeah, he was on the Superstar Destroyer. He was. He was definitely on the bridge of there. Uh, what do you guys think about those shuttles? They look uh, like they're definitely trying to fold themselves into those First Order landing ships. Yep. I, I can definitely see that, too. It, it's pretty cool. It's a nice little nod to, I guess, truly connect. And, and yeah, this like was a... just empty California, like this whole planet? Uh, actually, there. I think it was posted on the night's uh, thing. This is something that came out a while ago on like, someone's TikTok or whatever kids are on these days where it was someone filming like them like they were off- jogging right and they come yeah. across the set and they see the stormtroopers yep. now you see it after you go oh yeah that's, it, it's that, like that's oh okay so that's where this came from cool awesome i i just thought it was just a group of cosplayers out having a day but i guess i was wrong also sad to see no flamethrower from Django. he like shows off everything else he's got it's true. I guess maybe it doesn't look so, as great when you're in the bright sun. I don't know. Ah. I don't know. It'll probably look cooler in some darker setting. But I like the little the little ball, the little rock you had to sit on, and everything that that weirdly angled temple up there. And, and we've never seen a real effect like that. That seemed very Clone Warsy cartoon. That whole the beacon that uh, little Grogu had started sitting on there. That we've never really seen anything like that. Who's he contacting? Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. Who's he contacting? Sorry, I, okay. Put a pin in who's he contacting. I, I I like the little detail. I like that, you know, Mando still has no clue what's going on with um with this kid and everything. So, 
But you, mean, don't, you don't usually see, like, a physical incarnation of the Force. Yeah. Like, you got Force Lightning, but other than that, in the live-action stuff, you'd never had anything where you just, like, you see, like, blue glowy stuff hanging out. It's definitely been in a lot of the games, but that's kind of a first for live-action. And you, know, you can almost understand why they'd put something like that in a video game, just as a visual cue for the player. But it seemed a little weird to me. I don't know. I guess they... I guess they had to get think of a reason why the Mandalorian couldn't just pluck him off there and run away. So they needed to like do something with yeah. that. Well, they have like him they get tried to of... turn it on too. Did you catch that when he goes, where's is there a switch or something? For yeah. This? Um, also there, there's the whole, like he puts down the jetpack, never picks it up, even though it has a remote control to it that we've seen. It's like, why, why do you strategically forget like stuff that helps you? Oh, like strategically forgetting to lock his spaceship for the, like the fifth time in the series to horrible consequences. Well, I mean, I guess it was good this time, but unintended, right? Yeah. Like, like he he like that. It kills me. This, there's this very deliberate line in, in uh, chapter seven where he tells Quill to engage ground security protocols, like it's going to turn this thing into like an unstoppable fortress of auto turrets and locked doors, right? And then he just never locks it wherever he goes. He leaves it open on the planet where he met met Ahsoka. He left the ramp open. He just walked away. Didn't even close it. And chapter three, Grief Karga sneaks on there. He's literally landing on Navarro to attack the Bounty Hunters Guild and an Imperial Enclave, and he doesn't lock his car. Okay, so does anyone else envisioning when he's like engaged, you know, lockdown protocol? It's just one of those, um, like the, 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 the door's still wide open to the thing, but he puts one of those burglar bar things for your car on the steering wheel, and that's all it is. Yeah. Well, I, if you take that little ball joystick, there's no way you're getting out of there. You need that to take off. Exactly. I don't know. But I mean, it, but but I'm just saying like, and this is like, uh, it's a kind of a similar complaint to what I was saying about, um, uh, what's the, I don't know if it, which chapter it is where they're, where they're um, attacking that, the base on Navarro. I guess it's the third one from this season or fourth one. But um, it's like when Carl Weathers is like, doing a real like wacky job of trying to shoot at these tar fight tie fighters <laughs> from the back of that thing. It's like, just write the action so that it doesn't make me annoyed with the characters, right? Like they could have had that door closed and then Boba Fett could go ready for it. Disintegrate the door or something. Oh. And that, that way I just don't have to think about why is Mando such an idiot and it wouldn't take much more time. It's just like, or he could just smash it open with his gaffy stick, which apparently has amazing power. So he could just, you know, just something. Make him to put out, ex, ex, put out a little bit of effort to get in there. Does anyone ever close their ships, like... though? When you have awesome stuff on it, you should. I don't think the Falcon's yeah, ever closed. I guess he wasn't expecting guests on this, like, abandoned planet. But... I, I mean, I don't know. Like when he see when he see Fett look at it and the door's just wide open. I'm just like, it takes me out of it, man. I'm like, come on, you can close the door. Yeah, for me, it's more like I got that was like a fist pump moment. I was like, oh yeah, he's gonna get it. It's happening. Yeah. He's finally gonna, you know, it was kind of necessary for that. But I mean, the jetpack's a different thing though. The jetpack's a little weird. I, I I'm gonna just chalk it up to if your kid just gets kidnapped, maybe uh, I don't know. Your your mind isn't in the right place. You're trying to get back there. I don't know yeah. how far away he was from it by the time he had to go run back oh, up. Probably there. like ten yards. But they just they just love beating on the razor crest though, right? So like he imagine if he put it like a, one of those little mines that those like half thermal detonators on the door, and it just like took like 
a comical like sandwich bite out of the thing to the point where like it couldn't have taken off anyways and then after that it gets fully blown up <laughs> that would have been awesome yeah a little know. extra abuse on it yeah. like we get to do one more little thing to it before we just completely annihilate it yeah. and yeah i was a little bummed i that was definitely unexpected too i did not think the razor crest would just be now apparently gone forever except for sans a little uh a little beskar items and that little ball that little joystick that's a reference to star wars squadrons i think for real I don't I know. think it's squadrons. What the, some of the Imperials say, your your whole your whole ship might be gone, but this thing, this this Beskar ingot thing, it will be the only thing left of your ship. Like it's a throwaway line somewhere. Wow. In, I guess in I should squadrons. actually play. Um, I have I, a copy I of the it. Campaign. I missed that completely. I never heard that. I have a copy of it now. Have not opened it. Zach sent it to me as a gift. So, um, nice. But um, I, he gave it to me for the Xbox. And I'm now pondering. I'm like I play my playstation more so i'm like hmm what does everyone play it on let me know in the facebook group because if more people you got play re-gifted, it son. huh you got regifted. i i think i might have but it no i mean it's it, it's, it's whatever <laughs> it's i wanted good. to get the game but i'm like i refuse to pay whatever ridiculously low price you are offering it to me for you have but you have an xbox though yeah i do i just never touch it if i turn yeah. the thing on there's right. going to be a giant cloud of dust that's going to erupt from it right. 10 games will start updating automatically yeah exactly and i'll be like what's going on um but no it depends if if there are more people playing on on xbox and i can actually join with guy i mean some of the guys and gals from from the group and everything and play with them i'd play it on whatever system they prefer um so uh, the, the the end of the episode we get car dune i'm assuming she's going to be involved I'm, once again this this it the series is like the first one it's star wars it's poetry because it rhymes He's just gathering up another group of of people to go after something again. So and what's the angle? What do you think the angle? So we asked about uh, Bill Burr. He, that's why space he Bill Burr. He needs space Boston man to come back for what? What? What is he? What is he? His special skill that he would yeah, need? sharpshooter sharpshooter. True, but does he have some kind of? I mean, did he also have uh, something to do with being able to get on that ship? Is Maybe the, I, I'm guessing it's going to be revealed that he like was was like worked very intricately with the Empire or something. Well, the, yeah, they did say he was an Imperial sharpshooter, but and that because he has that line where he's like, "I wasn't a stormtrooper, you jerk," or whatever he says. Right? Oh yeah, but uh, but but I'm hopefully they. Yeah, you know, I don't see a whole lot of use for a sharpshooter when you're invading a star destroyer. So hopefully, it's for his knowledge of some discreet way to get onto the ship. It's for his robot gun arm thing. Yeah, just that. I mean, you could attach to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. If exactly. you could pick anyone from that little rogues gallery, uh, that gang, that I guess that would be the one guy I would pick for a mission like this because. Clancy Brown. I mean, he's a brute. He's useless. He almost ruined their plan last time. That other girl's pretty crazy. Uh, the droid, R.I.P. That droid Zero. He definitely is gone now. He, he there's no way he he's survived. A, he's a translator now. Yeah, he he was like I died a frog translator, and now I'm just I'm complete dust. Whoa! So, so is that like the that's like the first actual confirmed death in the Mandalorian? Then right? Probably. Yeah. I, well, <laughs> well, IG Eleven. They're yeah, all yeah, droids. IG Eleven yeah. is for sure gone for good, right. and now Zero. Right. No, that's cool. Uh, it's I'm glad that I'm glad his uh, Beskar spear survived. You know that. Well, he it needs it to like, fight against um to fight against Gideon. Gideon, yeah, yeah. Right. That's yeah. That's a there. I, that's a good point. 
And and then you know he's assembling his crew again to to so we can have this great sort of two part season finale. But you know the exciting thing about that is that however that plays out, we're gonna get more Slave One and more Boba Fett, and for and and we're gonna have more script content. And once again, Boba Fett. And no matter what happens in this next episode, I can guarantee you that. Boba Fett will have more dialogue than he did in the entire original trilogy, even if he's only in the first 10 minutes of the next episode. So, so we're another, gonna actually find out a little more about him. So another so, Boba Fett related thing. Hold on, we're just gonna get uh because his rifle would have blown up in there too, so now we get no disintegrations. Oh yeah, he doesn't have his um he get he doesn't have his weird space electrocution his space hook. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have that either. Interesting. Also, um, gonna gonna say this now just as a throwaway thing, so I can be like told you so. Um Boba Fett dies, he gets slave one. Just throwing it out there. Mando does. I don't know if they bring him back just to kill him, but maybe somehow he does like the Millennium Falcon gets handed around evidently a lot during this time. Uh, hey, how do we know that Mando won't somehow come into the possession of the Falcon for a little well, while? Technically, it's like lost time, right? Technically, well, let Hondo have it. Technically, if you want to get canon right now, Mando is currently driving my Lego Millennium Falcon. So, in my opinion, that's canon. Just throwing that's it out cool. there. Also, um, I loved how they were like, "Can you get the cutest pair of handcuffs to put on this thing?" Oh, yeah, so uncalled so for. <laughs> I mean, is it? Uh, it's it's one of those things where I guess they're ratioed handcuffs, where it, it, it stops them from using the force or whatever. How about just some regular ray shields? Something that's actually useful. You what know? just like, him what floating in do? it? What was he gonna do with his with the with his? Like he's not gonna like like is it really? Does really putting handcuffs on someone limit them from using the force? Like he's not gonna claw the door open with those. Well, it's it's with the, those stubby little hands. It's the same thing of where they had um when they captured. Oh god, dang it! This episode has too. D- sorry, Dank Farrick. This episode has too many episode oh, so two references. Catch uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Yep, yeah. yep. That, that was, was good. good. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Same. It's same technology, my opinion. Um, and he tried to tell us. Dooku told us everything, and he wouldn't believe him. Also, I learned this recently. The um, the dark saber in this show is a practical effect, for the most part. Like, there's an actual, like, physically held, like, thing where they. And I'm like, that's actually really cool. So yeah, that makes sense because they've been doing that with the um, with the lightsabers as well, and you could definitely tell in that uh, in the last episode that they had some practical light coming off those sabers, just the way it was illuminating her face when she was turning them on and stuff. Yeah, and they and I know they've made a point to have that. I think in the entire sequel trilogy, that was something they really made an effort to have in place. Real sets, practical effects. Well, you know, it's just so you get that. That the the glow of the light back on the actor's face, which is something that it, it it's one of those things that you really notice if you go back and watch the movies in chronological order, because in the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy, you never have that except for one scene in ep- in glorious episode two where Anakin's fighting Dooku and he sort of cuts this power cable and the lights go out. And for just that little piece, they had light up sabers, but in those six movies, that's the only time. Hmm. Interesting. I I I'm floored by the amount of uh, episode two we are discussing. I never thought it would be this important ever in this well, episode. Yeah. After all, Boba Fett is Jango Fett, and this is solidifies that more than ever. Sure, they rudely re-recorded over his dialogue in 
uh, Empire Strikes Back with with uh, Tamira Morrison, which Zach notoriously hates. Oh, but, I I know, hate it too. I despisingly hate it. But maybe he's coming around because he seems to he seems to be real excited about this episode. So maybe we're gonna just finally accept that Tamira Morrison is Boba Fett and Jack. So excited that only a picture of uh, Will Ferrell as um, Ron Burgundy with Ron an erection Burgundy. can describe his excitement for this. Just want to have a dead silence after that for a minute, okay? We're good. God, yeah, gotta get that out of my head, but <laughs> oh, let's see if that. Let's see if he can keep that up for some more Migs Mayfield action that we'll hopefully get next week. Because what's he gonna do? He's gonna go bust him out of the, the the whatever prison he's in. Space prison, yes. Oh no, he's like on some like work camp thing from I think what they yeah, said. The chop fields. The yeah, chop fields of Carthon. So it's the so so he's gonna spring out the the same guy that he got off the hook for leaving in a jail cell the last time. Oh, but is he gonna betray him? No, Bill well, Burr would never do that. Well, Bill Burr's got a fifty a fifty year sentence, so I think he can be negotiated with to some degree. Like he might, after he saw Mando in action, he might. He might be okay with doing a mission to get to get out of jail for a little while. Wouldn't it be weird yeah, if Carga could be his lawyer or something and probably get him off? Wouldn't it be weird if somehow, um, like Boba Fett and him know each other and they like have this like rivalry between the two of them? That would be interesting. Yeah, Mix has probably been around for a little while. It'd be cool. Also, I don't get uh, Boba Fett's whole hatred of the Empire. He kind of worked for him and everything, like according to the comics and stuff, a lot. So, I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't get that, but at the same time, I'm sure it will all be explained very clearly in the um, Boba Fett series coming soon. To yeah, Disney you Plus. know, I think a lot of it's just because Robert Rodriguez just really wanted to show him like laying the smackdown on some stormtroopers. But if you think about it, a couple of those slower stormtroopers might have just looked exactly like him. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty messed up if you really think about it. What they're st- they're still using him as the clone. Um, I mean, template. there's some precedents for that, and there's some precedents for that in canon. I mean, like, like you know, uh, you have uh, you have Rex still around in this time period, right? So, oh yeah. Well, he hates all of those guys anyway because he they were helping the Jedi in uh, after you know, his father got killed and stuff. So I think he's always had that. Wait a right, second, a does he weird. does he still hate Jedi? Because he's going to go help him get this kid and everything. That's obviously Jedi-powered. I don't know if he got a good look at what was going on on top of that mountain. Yeah, he thought that was his dog or something. (laughs) Yeah. I will help you get him back. I'll 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 help you get your dog back. Yeah, so that's the thing. I hope they do pick up that thread just a little bit. I mean, it's okay. It's to me, it's okay if he realized in the mean in the meantime that, you know what, maybe the Jedi aren't all that bad. Like I'm like, you know, it's like, it almost like gives the character some credit for like being able to think in the intervening couple Maybe. decades. I mean, he had some time in the Sarlacc pit, I'm sure to reflect on yeah. stuff. He's like he more enlightened to, now. He wants to get another chance to get in between his baby blues, right? Singer? And you know, oh. I've heard that. Uh, I have heard that if you go on a, uh, a, a, um, a spice, quest deep in the amazon and you it makes you really like think about your life and you like sort of reprioritize your relationships and put them above your work life and all that and so maybe he's really like enlightened and has his mind has been expanded after how all his spice quests space dmt or something yeah exactly (laughs) 
Alright, so, um, so, said earlier, put a pin in that for, for this, but who do you think, um, baby, baby Yoda, baby grew, grew, whatever, grew, 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 yeah, there we go, grow, grow, there we go, grow, grow, a big, who do you think Big Whiskey was, was calling? Ooh, uh, or, sorry, actually better, who do you think picked up? It's, it's more of a, it's not who he was calling, it's who picked up. I think unintentionally, uh, a kid named Ben Solo somehow was. Is he around during this time? This. Sure, he would be about he'd nine be years old. Young. Yeah, I thought he'd be younger young. than that. Yeah, he would be, because this is five years after Jedi or six. Years oh, after I had it as nine. I yeah, that's a new hope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so he was born a year after. Yeah, he'd be real. Yeah, young. yeah he'd be real young. So I mean, I I'm think, just putting it out. I I don't think that's actually going to happen because because of course this is someone who's supposed to teach him and mentor him. I don't. If people think Luke. I've seen a lot of crazy things. People think it's going to be Mace Windu. I've seen I that too. I have somebody at work telling me that, and I'm not. I'm like, I'm not against it, but I'm like, I. It it just confirms the whole nobody ever dies in Star Wars. No. Except uh, the you know I think we can be pretty confident. That all the Jedi we saw horribly killed in the Purge are dead. Like, you know, they put that extra, like, 50 shots into Aura uh, saying, I'm pretty sure she's dead. <laughs> but, 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 uh, other, I think Possibly. it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be, uh, I think, I think if they don't do this, they need to, like, get their, get themselves, get their stuff on the same page. But I think it's gonna be, uh, none other than Cal Calrissian of the really? Jedi Fallen Order because, because that's, that, Game had such a non-ending, and the final wrap-up is basically just that I'm gonna go find these other Force-sensitive kids who need us, and that's exactly the situation that that Grogu finds himself in, and he wants to train people, and he's looking for Force-sensitive kids to sort of bring into a place where they'll be safe. It's like they it it really feels like they planned that, but maybe the game wasn't ubiquitously popular enough for them to like try and play that angle but it almost lines up too well okay yeah and that's I, gonna take a lot of explaining for a casual fan too if they're like you do this big thing and then cal calls out calzoni and walks in you're gonna be like who is this dude but they're then Cobb, other Jedi? Cobb Vance from a book like a legit book like you have that's, to read it oh no know. see he he was such a dreamboat you didn't need explanation on him so right. if, if i'm counting correctly we have four force users that could technically Ezra. Oh, Cal wait, five. Calvisian. Five? I think they got other plans for Ezra uh, based on the Ahsoka episode. All right, so we got Ezra. We got Luke. We got Kyle Calzone. Yes. We got Baby Ben Solo. We have uh, Leia. Leia. Uh, yeah, thank you, Russ. That, that's the one I've been waiting for. No one ever mentions Leia, and I'm like, she technically would be force trained at this point. Eh, she kind of gave up after, like, while they were still on Endor when she, like, threw in the towel. And then we the technically Skywalker. also got Ahsoka, which, I I don't know, I feel like Ahsoka's gonna... <laughs> if she showed up, it'd be like, why did you just take him the first time? I wanted to make why sure you guys could go on this quest for him. Oh my god, it's like, if you would have only come with us, he wouldn't have got kidnapped five minutes ago. Yeah. What's your problem? I, yeah, I don't know. i this rock real quick while we kill all these stormtroopers. Also... Like, she couldn't have just come with them to the to the rock for like for a like couple hours it was just out of the question also it drives me nuts 
here's the other thing that, that gets me with this whole thing. If he goes with Luke, are you ba- you were basically saying he dies then. He gets killed by Ben. I don't think no. that. Yeah, it definitely won't be some kind of off-camera fate, hopefully, for this. Yeah, well, it, Luke's going to be hard to do, too. Like, casting him. No, they, no, really just, replace Jeff. just digitally de-age him. They did it for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, kind I guess, of. but this would be so close to Return of the Jedi. I don't it, Yeah, I don't know. Have I mean, him look like 5 o'clock shadow. No, wait, he might have a full beard by now. Who knows? Or just get Mark Hamill. Just don't even need to de-age him. Just throw him out there. No, no, apparently, it's really just be like, either. oh, well, it's he, he was on tattooing for a while. Like, no one ages well on that planet, ever. Well, you know, they there there is a precedence in in modern films to de-age an actor quite substantially. It's not been done in any of these Star Wars movies per se. I mean, we so did, like yeah. Rise Rise gave us some de-age in the dark, kind of. I mean, it it's not exactly that. Like I think Zach mentioned on the last episode, they kind of just pulled the faces right out of Return of the Jedi instead of actually like doing all a lot of work on on new footage of an actor i'm trying to think i mean i want to say kyle kyle calzone would be a good option just out of just pureness that's just where his story ends up he's that like that's what he's doing at the end of that game and they never put out any dlc where he does any of that it's kind of like we're just gonna find those kids well then is that shooting themselves in the foot to make a follow-up game? Because I know that game was popular enough that they are looking to do I mean, a sequel. It's it's EA, isn't it not already a miracle that it even came out in the first place? You're True. thinking you're gonna get a sequel? I I don't know. I, I still don't get why they had like the the companies doing that game versus I don't know, it's it's confusing because respawn, as much as they are amazing at stuff, like they should have been doing the shooting game. And then they should have had dice working on the I, I, it's, it's it's neither here nor there. I just wanted oh, yeah. to get 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 a good idea of who we thought was going to be, like the the Jedi. If if we're even going to see anyone get in touch with them, or there could be a whole thing to where there's like a whole group of Jedi that we aren't even aware of. Yeah, Maybe. I'm thinking I'm thinking Calzone for sure because it's like it's it's one of their new current canon characters. If sure, if they pull that exact actor. He should look a lot older than he actually does because we lose track of him uh, around a little before A New Hope, I think. That game wraps up, right? No, it's... I thought it took place like five years after. um... Okay, yeah, five, maybe seven years after uh, Revenge of the Sith, something like that. But um, either either way, like he, you know, it, but then again, we've already had Bo-Katan who hasn't aged a day in 28 years. So like not a big deal by comparison but if it's aged like a couple centuries yeah sarlacc pit will do that to you it's tatooine combined with sarlacc pit it's like it's like geometric <laughs> ahsoka's like an entirely different person yeah that'll happen yeah <laughs> but but uh but you know i think that it'd, it's it's kind of it's kind of perfect for it to be um cal kestis i will say his name correctly one single time in the episode that's it, but, thank you yeah yeah um, it's, it's kind of too perfect so, so it should be so what's okay? So what's Gideon after, in your guy's opinion? I think he wants to enhance himself. I think I'm, when I'm, he, they I'm talk about I'm donors and stuff, I think he's talking about himself. I think he, he's going to do something to himself to become more force sensitive or something. What you're saying is Gideon is Snoke. 
No, but but uh, but uh, but you know, I I think he really just wants to like he's a true believer. He knows they're making progress on bringing back Palpatine, which I, ends up being Snoke. And I think he's just he's died Empire through and through, and he wants to see that rebirth happen. I think so he wants that, a child. I think that the test subjects are him um, trying to see if you can infuse somebody who does not have metachlorians with metachlorians. I don't think they're they're going to connect it to Snoke or Palpatine because that stuff was secretive enough that I I'd, I'd not like to think everybody in the Empire got 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 a little memo that said hey we're going to try to bring back the Emperor and nobody knew about it. But I mean, maybe that's just my crazy well, thinking. Well, I mean, how do you figure nobody knew about it? Like we don't really have a good idea of what happened from this point until the the Force Awakens, right? So like like. I, I guess in Rise of Skywalker it seems a bit surprising to them, but you have to also keep in mind like, uh, like Han and Luke are dead at this point. Like the people who are shocked by the Emperor being back are like all these like noobs like Poe Dameron, right? So like they well, been well he's he's easily surprised by stuff such as I don't know jetpacks, yeah, and that they can so, fly now. Which you really have to remove Rise of Skywalker from your from the equation when, if you're trying to like maintain your sanity and think about any of the chronology here. But uh, I normally try to remove Rise of Skywalker from any thoughts I have. Yep, yeah, it's probably for the best. And I know Zach, for some whatever reason, Zach is really loving it lately. But uh, I, 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 you know, we'll I'll cut it. I'll cut it off there just because of that. But um, but. I I I don't think there's two ways about it. Like they're blatantly they're playing they're playing some Snoke music when you see that clone body. Gideon keeps talking every time we see him. He's talking about getting the child back to like get blood samples. The he has one scene per episode and he he talks about that. So he that's what he wants to do. I think you might be right that he's going to inject himself with. I think you know the final Gideon video game boss fight that we're going to get in the series. He's going <laughs> to inject himself with some forest juice and he's going to like Hulk out and then Mando's going to have to fight forest Gideon, uh, infusion. And then, but I don't, I think that'll be the end of it. I think it's get, get Palpatine back, which would, which will, we know will end up being Snoke. I don't think we're going to see that play out because that's still a ways off in the timeline, but I think you're right that he's going to somehow siphon off some of this stuff and try it out for himself just to see what happens. I don't so think you don't there... think we'll see the you don't see, think we'll see the birth the birth of Snoke at some point. No, I don't think they're trying. I think they're trying to keep it distant enough from that other set of um, movies. Well, you know, how, but like, but it's a it's a good question. Sort of like we when we when you get introduced to Snoke. See, by the way, the this is been around for a while. This is the thing Zach's going to get upset about with us on is this discussion right here that we're not doing it enough justice. Zach loves uh, episode nine, bro. So, like, what do you want? Like, it's like Snoke has been around for a long time when we see him. If he popped into existence five minutes before The Force Awakens, the infrastructure wouldn't be there. The regard for him wouldn't be there. They've been doing stuff in canon to imply that he's been around for a while. Like, some of the Kylo Ren comics, Snoke elaborates a little bit on stuff he did in the past, which, if he was born five minutes ago, wouldn't make a whole lot of sense. So maybe if he if he shows up when this series wraps up, maybe it's season four, end of season four. What's that gives him like twenty years till the Force Awakens happens, something like that. Something like that, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll rage flip a few things, but I mean, it, that's that that might just be me though. 
I, I, I don't want it connected, like that directly of a connection. But that's Neither just do me. I, but I don't think they're ready to throw it under the bus. But I kind of wish they would because I feel like on some level, Favreau and Filoni know that like Weekend Warrior Abrams like literally like like wrote that stuff over the weekend and changed it three times during production, and it's really kind of embarrassing compared to their approach. And 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 not that the Mandalorian is Shakespeare, but like we're not. It's the only thing keeping Star Wars it. afloat right now. We're not, you know, we're not seeing, we're not seeing like, we're not literally seeing like burning buildings because of it, like we did throughout the sequel trilogy. So, it's it's different, right? It's like they're, it's it's not as it's not the it's not as relevant canonically, but you kind of feel like people who are familiar with the canon are behind the wheel, which Filoni at least is. I, I, I like it noted that I'm against it, so. Well, you know, it's, you can really nail it down this way. There's that, there, I, I, I think it was one of the celebrations. J.J. Uh, Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan were on a panel, and somebody, and somebody asked them a question that, and I don't remember what the question was, but some, maybe, I think it was that, is Snoke Darth Plagueis? And this is clip is out there. And, <laughs> Who's that? And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Lawrence Kasdan's like, who? Darth Vagus? So, and, and this is a character that's mentioned by name in episode three and perhaps the best scene in the entire prequel trilogy. And they have no clue what the guy's talking about. So compare that, if you compare that to Filoni, it's a real big difference, right? Yeah, it's like Homer uh, fielding questions when he was playing Poochie almost. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? <laughs> yep. God, I was, I was right, watching some I good Simpsons the other day, too. I don't Darth Plagueis is. Like, you don't need to know who Darth Plagueis is to make a sound narrative film that has a first, second, and third act. But but at the same time, I think they could find someone who knows how to do that and bothers to do five minutes of homework about the Star Wars canon before they write the script. And maybe they finally found that balance. Yeah, and I guess they say it's working too. I mean, the the things that people pick pick up pitchforks for in this series so far have been you know pretty ridiculous things. So I think overall they're doing a much better job of keeping a lot of hate at bay. Well, I, th- I think the biggest hatred this has gotten was um oh the one episode by um that that one farm planet episode I think is the like hailed as like the worst thing that's ever happened. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That well, was... this season it's the eggs, which like, if you think the eggs were a big deal, like I, the advice I would give you, I won't say on this podcast. Basically, it's just like you you'd need to seek professional help if you were bothered by Baby Yoda eating those eggs. You want to? I I got you covered. Since 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 I am a host and and a representative of this podcast, uh, if if you got a problem with that, go suck an egg. Yeah. Ew, put put them in their right. place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What now? What now? Um, Dank Ferret. Exactly. I like, like I said. I don't, I don't know who could be left. I with, with the Jedi stuff. I'm still trying to figure that out. I've actually had a video playing in the background of like what what Jedi's are left, and they're showing like all the ones we've already talked about. So who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like we're not gonna get that question even answered. You know, what? I just I want Chewie to show I up. I think we will. I think I, just, they, I think we'll definitely see it answered because there was this whole like tension build up around him making that force Skype call out to 
just anyone, right? It was like it was almost it had like a loading bar and he couldn't leave that pedestal <laughs> till it was done. And if that doesn't connect with somebody, they're not doing their job right. Whether we see it at the very end of the season or not, I'm not sure. I think it would be I think it's I think we're looking at the very end of episode 8 if yes, we're going to get I would an say when you when the chips are completely down for everything, that's when that question will be answered, you know, you know, in a surprising way. Or not surprising when you go, oh, yeah, that's right. The Jedi is supposed to help on some point. I'm I'm still saying if if they do have Ezra Bridger, they should just cast um Sam Whitworth as the actor for him. Just just to give me the satisfaction, be like, hey, it's Star Killer. I mean, what what kind of internet riots would ensue due to that are obvious. Yeah, and I won't say any. I won't describe them because you can. You you can uh, look at uh, I know you I can know, look into some recent Gal Gadot controversy if you want to learn more about that. But um, I don't see that happening. But that would be interesting. It would be. But I, I'm I'm saying that as a fan thing for me. I mean, yes, we would probably have a better casting of somebody else. But I think you're gonna get Ezra. It's not gonna be Sam Witwer, and it might not even be in this series. But that's where that thread with Ahsoka is going. I agree. Um, I'm trying to think of other, like, like I said, um, seeing Samuel, I don't know, I, I don't get why people keep saying Samuel Jackson, I think it's because it's he's shown interest in being back involved in the series. Well, to be fair, the only reason Mace Windu exists is because Sam Jackson is so interested in being involved with the series, and the only reason he's got a purple lightsaber is because he asked George Lucas to have a purple lightsaber. So, Sam Jackson expressing interest is a pretty good indication, <laughs> if we're going to take the past as a, uh, source of information. True. Although Lucas can just impulsively say, "Get him in there," whereas there's a little bit more red tape these days. Any 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 thoughts on, on who you th- who you think it's going to be there, Russ? I mean, I'll, I'll kind of go with you guys. You kind of you kind of forced me. I, I do believe in the the Kyle Kestel Kazone. I think it will be him. I think that is probably right. I think they'll keep Ezra for a different story in a different time. So no Luke. We're, we're going with the no Luke. I don't think they're going to do Luke. I think people I, it, think they want Luke, but they couldn't handle it if it actually happened. Well, that's that's the thing. If if you get Luke, it implies that he dies. Technically. I mean, that's that, that that's what that tells I, me. I disagree because he's 50 years old now. How take say he's the if he's 100, he's barely starting to get his shit together. So like so I think he could have I think he he got rushed off somewhere he, what he when, was on a field trip yeah. during that part no, he's not even he's not even grown up like after episode nine he's kind of getting there well i'm just glad think... his name's gorgu and not like it, it was revealed that he's yoda but they have to send him back through time or some dumb crap i was yeah you have i to see I, the, I had a terrifying fear of that being something that was going to happen was that like they were going to somehow use that world between worlds thing and send him back through time? And now it's just confirmed that he's Yoda's illegitimate son. Uh, so it's fine. So, so wait, are we just going with that? Well, what else could it possibly be? All yeah, right. We don't have a lot of work, a lot to work with, except the fact that two Yodas existed at the time he was born. <laughs> it doesn't, it, you know. Yes. That's all you have, and and uh, it's, it's like if there was other Yodas lurking around the temple, Ahsoka might have seen one of them once, and she never did. Obviously, she never saw Yaddle. So, no, but that's episode one, so that's fair. She she did she left. She got tired of that crap. She's got out of the council. Perfect. 
Um, I, I, I got nothing else for this episode. It was a great episode. I, I want to see where we go with this. Um, I keep seeing aged up versions of all these actors and stuff. If they were going to be in live action and it's weird on this video. So I'm going to stop having that on in the background because it's freaking me out. Um, oh, hey, we, we, we get to see his cool droid if Kyle Kestis is in this episode. I mean, would be in this. Maybe the droid's still around. Maybe. Oh, that was a little Wally thing. That yeah. On the shoulder. Yeah, it has a name. I can't remember it though. Off the top B- of my head. B D one maybe something like B D Wong. Yes. Yes. B D Wong. There yes. it is. Yeah. yeah B B B D Wong on his shoulder the whole time. Um, now I mean I like I said I'm excited for next week's episode. Sadly, due to my work schedule, I am not gonna be able to watch it because I'm leaving for work at the time it comes up. So I will hopefully be able to avoid spoilers this time. I don't know if that's gonna be possible. So. Best of luck to me, I guess, on that one. Um, Good luck with that. Stay off the I, internet, man. Just I, I can. It. It's it, I. I unfortunately it's am hard. linked to the to the Facebook group. So when there's like spoiler thread, and I'll get like so and so commented, I'm like, oh, dang it. Sorry, dang Farrick. Um, can't look away. I I can't. Uh, I am able to say this though. Ellie is only two episodes behind right now on Mandalorian, so I can. Almost correctly named the, um, the, 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 the child in her presence now. So without her getting angry, cause she is right on. I told her last night, I'm like, you should watch the next episode. Cause it's the Ahsoka one. She's like, nah, I don't feel like it. I'm like, no, you really should. So cause I kind of like to speak we... freely in this house about Grogu. It's <laughs> a cool name. I like to speak freely about a lot of things in this house regarding and certain I'm the same things. Way. My wife hasn't even started this season yet, so I just have. You well, know, keep well, the think about this. Down. Well, think about this. I still can't talk about Endgame. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> still, still, I cannot talk about Endgame. Though I am on Zach's bandwagon of trying to convince her to watch uh, Far From Home, and just be like, "Oh yeah, you don't need to watch Endgame at all." There's no connection well, there. Well, they tried to tell us they tried. They wanted the marketing team wanted us to call him the child, and now they're trying to say his name's Grogu. But it's just going to be Baby Yoda forever for me. I mean, according to somebody's podcast, it has to be. Yep, saying <laughs> that way. Yeah, it'll never come on. You can't be called Baby Yoda forever, and just everyone's going to all of a sudden call you Gru Gru. They you can't even get it right. No one can say it. Actually, they they they, they do need to stop the Baby Yoda because I already had to have a conversation with somebody at work about like. They're like, but that's the baby version of Yoda, and I'm like, it's it's it's, it's actually not. It's it's very not. If you were just call well, it. Well, maybe you could have, you could direct them to start calling it at least start calling him Yoda's baby. I, I think He's I'm just gonna start. His name is Grogu. I think I'm just gonna start getting him to call him Big Whiskey and just leave it at that. I I think that's good too. Thank you so much, Rob, for for giving me that for giving all of us Big Whiskey every now and then. So, um, on that note, I guess um I think i remember how we end these things uh Russ, you're gonna say the band name right since you just thanked him oh yeah uh thanks um Anne's very superior complex that she has uh for providing the theme song um so russ where can people find more from you no i just check out my show on believers podcast just an episode about the immortal saint germain yeah yeah he's in um castlevania the um the the um show on netflix Oh, neat. Yeah, we addressed some of his uh, vampire stuff in there as well. Yeah, he's randomly in the episode, and I'm like, huh, neat. Um, Chris, you are the third best, uh, I mean, third best podcaster on this this episode, so um, where can people find more from you? You can just find me at the Chris Porteous on Instagram, and 
on definitely no other Mandalorian recap shows. That's not a thing that I would do. I feel like you should be plugging something else at this point, so... Um, well, I mean, Russ had a solid window to do it, but I th- it seems a bit redundant doing it here, right? Like, do people really want to listen to us do this, do do something like this one more time in the same week? Exactly. Um, you you can also, of course, find Zingness, find me on my own show, Zingness, wherever you find great podcasts. Um, hosting, but more successfully than I hopefully do on here. But um, uh, I do have a moment of Zing this week, and it is um. That Paul Logan kid is going to get destroyed in February by um whatever the the one boxer that's supposed to box him now that got announced like right before we started. Cool, yeah, right? no, yeah, no one likes Logan Paul and Jake Paul and his their crazy dad. So like, uh, hopefully Floyd right Floyd that. Mayweather Jr. has announced he will fight YouTube star Logan Paul in a boxing exhibition scheduled for February 2021. He will be dead. What so is the, the world? That's yeah, all I think about. Yes, e- exactly. What world do we live in? He is the Jedi that, that will show up and save save Grogu. Uh, Logan Paul, because if that happens, I'm done. All right, Um, I guess bye. I can't remember how we end this episode, so bye. Deal. That'll show. That'll show Zach for not showing up. I know. <laughs> <laughs>